copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Welcome to police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 112. You're on the lookout for a burglar operating in the 77th Street District. This man leaves burned matches at the scene of his burglary. That's all. Rolls and clips. percentage of increase in sales of any gasoline. Thanks to you who have taken our recommendation to use Rio Grande Crash Gasoline. Rio Grande has just finished its most successful year. Sales of Crash Gasoline have suddenly increased faster than any other gasoline. And on Crash Gasoline alone, Rio Grande sales have increased 140%. One of the most amazing games in gasoline history. This record is all the more remarkable when you realize that Rio Grande does not operate its own steam station. Rio Grande sales have increased because you motorists who want police car performance in your cars have purchased cracked gasoline from the independent dealer in your neighborhood. You have discovered that the exclusive passenger cracking process makes Rio Grande crack a livelier, faster, and more economical gasoline. And your repeat purchases have made Rio Grande the fastest growing oil company in the West. to present Chief James D. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. Your policeman is always on the spot. If he fails to do his duty as you think he should, you criticize him. On the other hand, if he does his duty as he is expected to, another part of the public will criticize him. In the story you are about to hear, a police officer actually placed himself at a disadvantage rather than be criticized for using undue force on a suspect. And he was compelled to take this force after several citizens had refused him the aid which it is every officer's right to expect from the individual whose life and property he has sworn to protect. In cases of emergency, Every conscientious citizen should stand ready to help the police rather than merely stand by and gape. It is midnight of March 19, 1931. Detective Emmett Jones his late watch over is riding home. 
at the corner of Bigelow and 65th Street, he waits for a red light. As the signal changes, a man steps out from the shadows and onto the running board of Jones' car. The detective turns, looks into the business end of the revolver 38. Well, what do you want? I'm going to be up well, I've already got $13 on this. Well, I can't have it. Oh, well, just a minute. Then you get out of the car. Now, you just stay where you are, buddy. And don't get nervous. I'll take that money. Here you are. Now, just go through your other pocket. I said, oh, stay there. What? Yes. I'll just take that, too. Oh, yes. plunges back into the saddle. Detective Jones in pursuit. What the officer is failing to find him, he turns to his car, flies to a phone, reports to headquarters. Within five minutes, the radio car arrives, and after a fair search of the neighborhood, the holdup man is found in the alley, dead. Next morning, Detective Jones explains the situation to his superior. Very soon, we were almost all the time, see? When he tried to kick me down and got hold of the watch chain, I knew if he pulled it out and saw my badge on one end of it, well, he'd let me have it. I took a long chance and shoved his gun away as I drew my own from my shoulder holster. It was either me or him. That's quite right, John. You did the only thing you could do under the circumstances. Yes, sir. As a matter of fact, he was wanted. Are you said that I have identification on him? Yes, I have. His name's Nelson. Wanted to hold up. Got a record that started with reform school when he was 15 years old. He'd done two stretches in Folsom by the time he was 25. Hey, the funny was an old hell. Read about the thing and what the business like was. Well, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if you had inadvertently caught the Matchburger. The Matchburger? That's the new one on me. Who's he? Well, we've been having a job of the time with him out in the 77th Street Division. The burglar rises home during the evening when people are apt to be out to the movies. He never uses a flashlight. He uses his big kitchen matches instead. There's a whole pile of bundles after every job. Well, who's the guy I'll cut? Don't feel better about it. Well, you don't have to have any pangs of conscience. He was a bad one anyway. Sure, Captain, but you know how it is. You don't kill a man every day, and it makes you feel funny. Well, makes you feel any better. I had a talk with the guy's mother this morning. A nice old lady, respectable and law-abiding. She admitted to me that perhaps it was a good thing her son was dead, because he'd never given her a moment's peace of mind. Now, he's been in trouble ever since he was able to walk. I guess he was just a bad one. Captain hoped that Nelson, the hold-up man, was the match burglar is a vain one. For the mysterious match burglar continues his observations in the 77th Street Division. As night after night, and as many as a half a dozen homes are burglarized and the lost property mounts in value for thousands and thousands of dollars, the citizens of the neighborhood clamor for immediate action. Captain Wallace, in charge of Detective 77th Street, has Detective Jones with his partner, Detective D.R. Patton, transferred from Central to his command. On a day in April, the two men report for duty on the Captain's office. Boys, I'm short-handed out here, and I'd ask to have you transferred to one particular job. The first sitter, a match burger. We thought Jones would be heaven when you had your run in with a bird nose. But we were wrong. This monkey's pulled plenty jobs since then. Oh, how's it work, sir? Well, we know mighty little about it. 
just that he burns matches instead of using flashlights. What's he feel? And he thinks he turns out of a kid's bank to sterling silver. He's not particular. He takes anything he gets his hands on. Uh, you got any idea who he is? No, Patton, I haven't. I never seem to leave print. The only distinguishing identification we have on him are these confounded matches he let us a place up with. Sounds like a tough nut to crack. It is. And I'm counting on you two to do the job. Here are the burglary reports in more than 50 jobs. Look him over, boys, and see if you can get anything out of it. And you'd better work for four to midnight shift. This bird pulls most of his tricks between seven and nine. Okay, sir. We'll go to work on him right away. And that night, as Jones and Cotton pour over the burglary report in the recent station, Mr. and Mrs. Cox the White Feather are walking along 69th Street on their way home from the movie. As they approach their home. Well, I, for one, can understand why the wife and the sister left her home with that dancer fellow. He certainly knew how to make love. Didn't he, Casper? Uh, yes, my dear. But when that old fool of a husband started stepping out with those actresses, <laughs> well, that was just disgusting. Wasn't it, Casper? Well, uh, yes and no. What do you mean, yes and no? Well, there is such a thing as thoughts for the goose and thoughts for the gander. You surprise me. Yes, my dear. Do you mean to say that you can join such conduct on the part of husbands? Why, if I stop for a minute, it's No, 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 Myrtle, 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 don't get excited. Remember, you're concerned, you, you mustn't aggravate it. You men are horrible. You have to keep your mind. Well, yes, my dear. Here, I'll open the door. Just a minute, my dear, I'll turn on the light. Now, here we are, my dear. Back home. And the fine home it is with a husband who goes out with actresses. Now, Myrtle, I never said that. Well, he's not to, but that's just as bad. Myrtle, I never said that either. <laughs> what? Oh, look. The door. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, somebody's been in. Oh, wonderful heavens. Oh, he's standing alone, she says, this evening. It's gone. 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 Um, well, what's the number, dear? How did I know it? I didn't know anything to see, even if you do know after the Oh, Myrtle, it's such a time. It's really good. It's very good. It's 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 good. Certainly, certainly, Steve. Going, Susan. Yes? Yes. Yes, sir. We'll be right over. Come on, Pat. We're going to see some action. Well, what is it? Burglary. Within five minutes, the two detectives pulled their police car to a sweeping stop in front of the white feather residence and entered the house. You have a guardian. You just said you were alone here. Hmm, you find any burned matches around the place? Oh, uh, yes. Hi. I thought so. Well, I don't see what they are. Who is that person sitting on there and the motor's out the room? You're a first room. Hi. Tell me, ma'am, have you disturbed anything? Oh, heavens, no. It is just the way we found it when we came in. I, 
Oh, I could say the burglars are still in the house somewhere. You don't know your rest. They don't know your rest. Well, maybe they're lurking in the backyard. Oh, I wish you'd make sure. Well, okay, ma'am. Is it going to make you feel any better? Yeah, take a look out back, will you? Yeah, sure. Now, let's go out this window. Then we are friends for him. Oh, look at that. Do you know this window now? Oh, of course. Merciful days. You don't suppose he's so low, too? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe I'll find him around back here somewhere. Oh, Joe. Yes? Here's how he forced open the window. Looks like a half-inch dinner. Well, what do you do, all right? Well, you'd better get a look out back while I check the extent of the damage in here. Okay. Well, then, can you make a list of the missing articles? Well, I don't know. It's going to take some time to check up on things. And, well, I'm so upset and everything. I'll just... What's all the
of notes and information gleaned from the two burglaries they had investigated, the two detectives had found the next day to catch their criminal on paper. Well, sir, it looks to me as though this bird works uh, in the neighborhood where they can find three or four houses in a group at a corner. The murderer of Anello running behind him shows a messy getaway. Ah, that. Well, I know that he's an old hand at the racket and probably an ex-con by the way he handled that gun. And the fact that he left no fingerprints. Well, we know that he uses matches instead of a flashlight. That's about all we do know. I'm not so sure about that. These uh, robbery reports tell a lot. Oh, what? Well, they boil down to this. Our matchmaker operates in the territory between Moon and Avalon and from 95th Street to 65th Street. He seems to start from the southern end of this area and works in a northeasterly direction. Yeah. Most of these jobs are full between 7.30 and 9 o'clock in the evening while people are out to the movies. Right. And look at these reports. That girl sure looks to know yourself. Yeah. Look at this one more Tuesday. Five jobs in an hour between noon and 8 o'clock and Avalon and 67. Oh, you're a smart hombre, all right. Yeah. But I've got a turn and I'll take a second. Now, look. Here's a map of the district. And this circle I'm drawing roughly encloses the territory where I met Dudley Wood. Yeah. The lucid I tell in a private house somewhere in the center of this territory. We'll have the radio cars notify as many people as they can to call in here as soon as they discover their houses have been burglarized. Then we'll have Captain Wallace relay the call to the house where we'll be waiting. As soon as we learn the location of the first job, We'll be able to guess approximately the location of the next house you take. Well, sounds reasonable. We'll give the boys and the cars a couple of days to put all the residents' wives, and then you and I get in the old clothes and go to work. Uh, whose house will we take out in? Leave that to Captain Wallace. He knows everybody out in this neck of the woods. He'll find his spot. <laughs> The in time to upon over 500 residents in the district the importance of reporting burglaries immediately. Then, when Captain carefully planned the strategy, finally, without an old clothes, we approached the house with Captain Wallace of the Lane for him to wait until the time of doubt had ended. Well, that's very kind of you, sir, but we may have to be leaving in a minute. 
We just accepted your kind hospitality until we receive a call from the captain. Yeah, yeah, so sir, told me. There's something about this third little shirt. The third? That hello, the third little is a bad one. Last week we got my neighbor's wife of a beautiful fur coat. Now before last we went to the child's pearls across the street. Tonight maybe he comes to pulverize my house. Then I fool him now. Yeah. You two policemen got in me. Well, he certainly got a hot reception if he got the bells in this place. He's not to do that with all the lights on. Probably the captain will really. I am to this. Yeah, hello? Yeah, Yeah, 
Well, what did you use your gun on this fellow? You know, you had every right to. Well, sir, I didn't see him until I think I killed that guy last month. You killed a man last month? You sure did. You had a profound gun, you spared your life. You don't know how lucky you are. You still, you don't seem to want to be a good guy about it. Well, a couple times. Now, how about it? Let's hear your story. Oh. All right, sir. This fellow here no shoot me. I think he was. Good work, Commissioner. Yes, well. All right, Gomez. Bad person. I'm the fellow you are looking for, Captain. I did all those jobs. Uh, I am plenty smart, Mexican fellow. I make lots of dinero out in houses. I tell you all the places that I can. Talked for hours, boasting of his cunning with the characteristic braggadocio of the criminal. In the end, Detective Emmett Jones was able to clear up 75 burglaries committed by this one individual. When he was brought to trial, Gomez pled guilty to five counts of burglary. The base is free upon insanity. As a result, he was sent to the Mendocino State Hospital for the insane. This story might have had an unhappy ending had Jones not been able to handle the suspect after he had overpowered him. And if this had occurred, the blame would have been squarely with those citizens who refused to give him aid. It is your privilege, your obligation, and your duty to assist your police officers whenever necessary. A citizen failing to do so is not worthy of the right to be called citizens. Thank you, Chief David. Ladies and gentlemen, police departments are more efficient today than ever before. It is almost impossible for a criminal to get away with it, especially if he tried to make a getaway in an automobile. More police cars are powered with real gun to crush gasoline than any other brand, and these police cars have the greatest speed and power in history. Cities like Oakland, Los Angeles, Berkeley, and many other cities and counties are specifying real gun dispatch gasoline for all their emergency equipment. For fire engines, ambulances, motorcycles, as well as police cars. Official tests have proved beyond question that the patented real gun detracting process produces the most powerful, the largest, and the most efficient gasoline on this market. Your neighborhood independent dealer sells you the same real gun dispatch gasoline these police emergency cars use. Be sure to get this month's copy of the Breeze Calling All Cars News. Any real gun to gasoline dealer will give you one. You don't have to buy either Cat's gasoline or Rio Grande's new tea gas. Just walk or drive into your neighborhood Rio Grande station and get your free copy of this unique publication with its fascinating true detective stories and latest movie and radio news. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.
Copyright Golden Navy.